What's up? It's your boy Remus and welcome to the Champset Podcast, the podcast for champions. Today we're going to be talking about the things that separate the challenger from the champion because the champion is the special fighter. So we're going to talk about what makes the special fighter, what what is the special things that, that a fighter does that makes him special, what makes him a special champion. So one of the taglines that I love to live by I think about it every day. It motivates me in every fucking thing. You know, if I lose motivation, if I get tired, for some reason, I just ask myself that question and everything's just okay. I say to myself, are they doing it? I say, are they doing it? And what that means is if the opponent is doing it, I have to do more. If my rival is doing it, I have to outdo him. I have to outwork him no matter what it is, no matter what it's in. But if he's not doing it, but it could be of benefit to me. I'm the one that has to do it. It doesn't matter if, you know, the rest of the competition or my peers aren't doing it because they're, you know, shy to change or shy to to, 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 to grow in and try new things. I have to be the one to do it. And um, when you look at the champions of the past, when you look at the champions of the current and what, when you, this helps you to understand what the champions of the future will do. They will do the things that other people don't do and that makes them special so when i you know grew up reading all the biographies of every champion there is i learned something and i learned that every champion done a set of special things that took him to the next level he was always willing to do things that everyone else wouldn't do a champion was able to always do what the other people wouldn't do and that enabled him to push past and get better results than everyone else. So let's let's take a few examples, right? Right. When I say every champion done one special thing, there was always a special thing that they done. Always, when you look at their training routine, when you look at their eating habits, when you look at their thinking patterns, when you look at all of it, when you break it down, you'll see that there was always a set of things that other people didn't do, but it was characteristic of them. So, say for example, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali never used to walk to the gym, in at least in the early stages. Angelo Dundee used to say when they used to go to the Fifth Street Gym in Miami that Muhammad Ali would run to the gym so that he could get extra hours in, so he could get extra workouts in before. And even one time um, he was running to the gym and I think the police was a little bit suspicious or whatever. You know, you know how it is. The police were a little bit suspicious. so. I think they questioned Ali and well, yeah, they questioned Ali and said, "Why is he running?" And they didn't believe that he was running to the gym, so they had to ask Angelo Dundee. And Angelo Dundee said, "Yeah, that's my kid. He's training. He's running." So Muhammad Ali used to run to the gym. Everyone used to walk. That's the special thing that we can say that Muhammad Ali done. That's why he's the greatest. Mike Tyson, you know, when he got obsessed with boxing, Kevin Rooney used to talk about the fact that. After uh, after he was being taught different moves and, and whatever, Mike Tyson used to go to the room in the juvenile delinquent um, center, whatever, that he was staying with, and he used to literally bang out the same moves over and over and over again in the mirror. He used to throw the same left hook 50 times. So when you see him throw that left hook and he knocks a guy out, 
It's because he practiced it hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of thousands of thousands of times over and over and over again. When everyone would be sleeping, he would wake, he would be waking people up because at 3 a.m. you'd go into his room and here he is. He's practicing the same shot over and over and over and over and over again. Just over again. He's doing it again. That's how obsessed he was and that's how it drove him to do his special thing. You know, I used the example of um, Aaron Pryor. You know, of course, he used to have, have the keys to his gym because the special thing he done was he went to the gym so early and, and left so late that the, the coach said, yeah, you know what, we'll just give you fucking keys. You're always here. You're always here anyway. I might as well give you keys. Then you go to Benny Lennon, the lightweight champion of the 30s. And he, one special thing that he used to do was he used to study kids that were in the gym because he said, you never know when one of these kids accidentally do something that I can take and use in the, in the boxing ring. Salvador Sanchez, the Mexican champion. You know, he, he, one thing that he used to do is, I mean, he had great stamina because of the reason that he used to run, he used to prioritize hill training. He used to run up and down hills for miles and miles and miles and miles. And I think he even was a big swimmer at that time. And a lot of people in boxing don't really do swimming, but that's like Deontay Wilder. He doesn't run, but he does a lot of swimming. Boom, he's able to do something that everyone else isn't able to do. Then you go on to Floyd Mayweather. A lot of people like to look at him and say, oh, he's a, you know, he parties and eats this, blah, blah, blah. It's all an act. I'm telling you, don't believe it. Don't buy into it. He, even though he would go to parties, strip club, whatever, the difference is with him and everyone else that's trying to be like him is he would run home. It's okay, go to a party, but are you going to run home? That's the question. It's okay, are you going to do you know, these other things, you you know, you could go do a leisurely activity, but are you going to run home? I don't know if you are. Are you going to take your training gear to the party and say, you know what, let me change? Or just run in your jeans, which he, he said he used to do. He's doing that, but most people, most pe- other people won't do it. So that's a special thing he used to do. He used to spot, instead of just sparring three minutes like everyone else, he used to spar for five minutes and just 10 minutes or just instead of having breaks, he used to just continue for 15 minutes. That's why we've never, you've never, you can never say that you've ever really seen Mayweather tired. I don't think I've ever looked back and thought to myself, damn, he's actually tired in that fight. Like, I, I just don't, I can't even recall it. Maybe he did. Maybe he did, but I really can't even remember it. You know, it must be so rare for him to get tired. And that must come from the fact that he's training in a certain consistent way all of the time. And that's why he's TB. That's why he never lost. When you look at Rocky Marciano, what did he used to do? He used he used to purposely, you know, I, I, I used to love reading this story, his, his, his biography when I was younger. I think I read it like three times. I haven't read it in years, to be fair, but I read it like three, four, five times. But he used to purposely walk to the, uh, no, just everywhere, not even to a specific place. He used to purposely walk around his city, around his town for miles and miles instead of just getting the truck. Everyone used to always offer him like lorry um, lifts and truck lifts, but he used to always decline and he just wanted to walk. So when you're wondering why Rocky had so much stamina, 
is because he intentionally, the special thing he did was intentionally try to get more um, legwork by just walking around the place. And then you come to someone like Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, in his day, they used to do some real, you know, crazy stuff. And one of the things that they said was good for a fighter was that it's good for a fighter if he drinks um, beef's blood, you know, literally from a cow. This is crazy. I, I think about this now and I'm like, damn, like, isn't that, like, unsafe? Isn't that crazy? Like, isn't something bad going to happen? Maybe it is good, but he used to drink beast blood and supposedly that was supposed to help with the way they recover and all of that stuff. But you see, when you go back in history, you find that people are always doing a special thing. No, champions, not people, because they're not regular people. Champions are always doing things that separate them from the rest. If you do the same thing as everyone else, you're going to get the same result. There's no way you're going to do different. There's no way you're going to do the same things and get different results. That makes zero sense at all. No sense. No sense at all. My question to you is, what are you doing? What is your, if I ask you or look at you in your life, what's the special thing that you're doing? What's the special thing that makes you stand out from the rest? Why should you earn the title of becoming a champion? Why should you, what have you done to earn that coming to you in the future? Why is that title going to come to you in the future? And it could be anything. It could be in the way that you run. It could be in the way that you train in the gym. It could be in the way that you, you know, increase the hours of your um, workouts. It could be, I don't know, maybe you wake up at different times to everyone else. You know, it could be maybe everyone else is doing a certain weight in, tra- uh, in training, but you, maybe this is a good idea, train with a weight vest. That's 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 the one thing. That's just, you know, put $40, 40 pounds in, get one of those weight weighted vests and wear that. Maybe that's the one thing. And it doesn't have to be a big thing, but it has to be something. It doesn't have to be large. It doesn't have to be large, but you have to be doing something that's that's special. If we look at your routine and we see that nothing is special about what you're doing, right? How the hell do you expect to be a special fighter? Tell me how that makes sense. Now your coach won't tell you, right? Your coach won't tell you but I'm going to tell you a lot of the time, actually, as well, coaches, especially in amateur gyms, especially in amateur gyms, but in professional gyms too, coaches won't tell you to do that special thing. They'll actually intentionally encourage you to do the less special thing because they don't want you to actually stand out from the rest. Because if you stand out from the rest now, now everyone else is going to, you're going to be showing up everyone else. So a lot of the time, coaches actually encourage you to train to the same extent as everyone else. But if you train like everyone else, you're going to be like everyone else. If you want to be a champion, I'm telling you, you don't want to be like everyone else. You have to stay put and understand that being a champion requires doing more than the rest. So on some level, on some level you have to find a way to, to get them to believe not. Nah, what you're saying does not make any sense. I don't have to train like everyone else and I don't want to. I want to train better than everyone else. I want to be pushed. I want to be pushed to the absolute limit. I don't want to train to everyone else's limit. I want to train to my limit because I want the best results that I can get. I want to get the absolute best fucking results that I could possibly imagine. 
so what? Now I have to train like everyone else. What if the other person isn't ambitious? Now I'm not in train. Now I'm training at the level of someone who isn't ambitious. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, do you see? Do you see where I'm going with this? There must be something special about you, otherwise you don't deserve it, and you haven't earned earned it. And you have to earn it every day. It's not enough to earn it once. It's not enough to earn it. You know, okay, you done it twice this week. Well done. No. You have to earn it every fucking day. You have to fight. You have to fight in your mind. You're fighting for the title. You're fighting for glory. You're fighting for history. You're fighting for your name to be alongside uh, alongside the list of legendary people who literally inspired millions of fighters around the world. You want to join that list? And you want to train like everyone else? It's not going to happen. Furthermore, you don't you do not deserve it if you're not able to do that. So your focus should be this. How can I be special? What can I do that makes me different than the rest? What can I do that makes me different to everyone else? See it as a crime, as a failure. If you train to the level of other people, that should not happen. Not for a person of the highest ambitions. The person of highest ambitions, training like everyone else, training as hard as the person who isn't ambitious, I think we both know that doesn't make sense. A good way to think of this is, imagine someone was scouting you, they was following you, and they was writing your biography. You know, this is chapter three we're in, or chapter two, or whatever it is. Imagine they're writing their biography of you right now. What is the inspirational things that you're doing right now that they could put in the book that if someone in 20 years reads that book, a little boy who wants to be a champion because he wants to look up to you, he wants to learn. What stories would he get of what you're doing right now that would inspire him to push further? Anyway, I think that's all that comes to mind. If you, if you want to be special, do the special things. And make it so that if I asked you about your training, if I asked you about your routine, if I asked you about you, you would be able to see, say, or I would be able to see that there is, are these special things that are that you do. You know, if you want to learn about how to make your dreams become reality in boxing based on the stories of champions that came before, get automatic ambition, stay focused, let's get chips up.